0: Last time, it was a horse-based disgrace. Welcome to the <laughs> Farmyard Animal Pig Special, episode 141 of animal the Luke f- Show.
1: An Animal Farm VHS found in Daddy's collection.
0: Animal Farm by the Kinks, one of my favourite Kink songs. Those two things are not related. What does it go like? It goes, On Animal Farm, my animal home. On Animal Farm, my animal home.
1: That sounds dreadful. I've done it a m- Hang your head, the kinks. I've
0: done it a disservice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we did a lot of things a disservice last week. The first week. the
0: first few notes there were way off. Animal. Yours, yours is an anaphylactic ad- farm as well. Yeah. Like anaphylactic shock. Uh, yeah, that's that's well, if you were allergic to farm animals, perhaps yeah. that will be in your in, in your or future. If, yeah, maybe. Hope not.
1: Can hope not. Horses get go into anaphylactic shock. Any veterinarians who are still listening after last week, well, this is the thing. get in
0: touch. This is the thing, and of mm. course, as in a, you know, not, not at all surprising to people listening at home. We've received a bucket load of horse-related emails. Oh, um, no. It's kind of how this show tends to work, but we'll okay. get through okay. some of them later, I'm sure. But mm. um, it, you're right to ask that question, Pete Donaldson, and I'll tell you why. Because as soon as I establish via you that horses can't vomit and they have this issue with um, with with with, um, with their tumtums, yeah, mm. I'm thinking straight away. What other what other things can't they do? What other <laughs> Sort of, well, the sort of evolutionary things have, have happened to them, and indeed any other animal, any other animal. As we mentioned before, like people saying dogs can't look up and all that kind of mm. stuff.
1: Didn't I in- introduce you to the um, the uh, phenomena that is um, the old uh, ambergris as well uh, this uh, last week?
0: Uh, remind me again.
1: Uh, it's the stuff that you find in whales' guts um, that they make <sighs> perfume out of. I don't think you mentioned that. Uh, I'm obsessed.
0: It, mate. <laughs> I definitely did. I don't think you mentioned um, that. but yeah. So what are you going to do? <laughs> What are you going to do? So it's Monday. Do not despair, despite my horrendous singing. um, (laughs) You know, the week's not going to be that bad. At least you can vomit if you need to. Exactly. We've always got that option Monday,
1: Tuesday, happy days. We can all vomit any of those days. <laughs> we can. I do a can. lot of my uh, my vest vomiting on a Friday or Saturday.
0: Yeah, I can imagine that's absolutely true. Mm. Did you do some vomiting this weekend? I did not, no. No. Good.
1: I uh, stayed in on Saturday and watched uh, four episodes of True Detective and ate a lot of crisps, which would usually lead me to vomit. But uh,
0: I'm, I'm on episode four of uh, season three of True Detective. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: brilliant. It is very
0: good. Very good. A return to form. Very,
1: very well acted. Mm. Very atmospheric. And also, I quite like the fact that you could figure out what timeline we're in due to the haircuts. That's the, It's almost the only way. Yeah. That's how I do it. Yeah, yeah that's how I do it. That's how I do um, it. Well, one of them is very obvious.
0: Because he's an old man. To, you say it's a return to form mm. after season two, and I agree with you. Might. But I haven't even looked at season two because it got Vince Vaughan in it. You don't know, I, you'd completely... Going, I'm not having Vince Vaughan in this serious role. Ha
1: ha! I'm just not having it. He was in... uh, Wasn't that how he made his name? Swingers or Slickers or whatever the hell it was called.
0: I respect his... um, I liked him in Starskin Hutch. Cojones. To get in there and say, I want to do a serious role. No problem with that. It's very similar to when... um, Well, there's less money involved. Mm. It's very similar to when you and I decided we wanted to make a show that wasn't about football anymore. People could have said, I'm not having those two if it's not football. No. And that's fair enough. And I don't want to be like that. But on the other hand... I'm not having Vince Vaughn in that. If they
1: listen to us uh, being authorities on football, you particularly, uh, because I'm no authority on football and you're somewhat of an authority on football, I I think they'll trust us with anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's probably right. Come along, you'll enjoy it. Come along for the ride, you'll enjoy it. Uh, Vince Vaughn's last
1: film that I watched and interviewed him for was um, something, Fight on Cell Block 99 or some bollocks like that. Uh, And it was one of the worst films I've seen in a long time he was they kept on sort of saying that he's got muscles I think I mentioned it on the show in fact he was like hey well uh, well, will you you be a boxer or something and he goes no and he goes well how do you get those muscles he doesn't have those muscles he clearly as part of the role should have worked out but he didn't he He just went "Uh, I'll make do nice chap though uh, yeah, done, he, he was a nice chap have I done him a disservice uh, but he had a little joke he had a little joke that he um, I think I said uh, personal brand at one point yeah. and he would not stop talking he would not stop saying personal brand I'm working on my personal brand personal brand he would not stop saying personal brand and doing little jokes and stuff right. and by the end it was actually quite excruciating
0: so you didn't like him because he was taking the piss out of you he
1: wasn't taking the piss out of me he was um, trying to do a bit, and he just wasn't really getting there for me to be all quite right. frank. Yeah. Hey Luke, um, yeah. I'm off to Taiwan in a couple of weeks' time, so I'm trying to learn a couple of uh, Mandarin words because I find Mandarin incredibly difficult because it's all tonal. Uh, but I want to show you how I'm doing it, okay? Mano- how do you say it? Monomics, mnemonics, mnemonics, yeah,
0: <laughs> right? Um, Johnny so, mnemonic,
1: say so again, Johnny mnemonic, yeah, is that was that all? So, look at how I am learning, um, uh, so I'd like is Wu Shang Yao and I've got a picture of uh, Joy from Blossom Yeah, remember Joy from Blossom he's, I do yeah what was his catchphrase I can't remember it was whoa whoa he's go whoa like that Wu um, Shang uh, Yao and then I've got um, to the bill yeah. is my Dan uh, that's Iron Maiden Iron Maiden Bruce Dickinson yeah and, I've, and, and, and you can't really see it but basically Eddie's holding a, instead of a flag with the British flag all torn up he's holding the it's, bill it, he's holding the bill um, so that's how I've um, sort of noticed um Sorry, Dubochi, which sounds a little bit like double chin.
0: does it does it though? Does a little bit.
1: Um, so that's how I. Are you going to use any of these? Yingyu English. So I've got the yin yang sign, but the you know the the uh, Uncle Sam. I want you. So I'm just, are you going to use any you know. of these? Well, it's helped me remember things. I'm just saying, if anyone's trying to learn a language or anything, really, uh
0: monomic, <laughs> mnemonics mnemonics. are really good. I've I've never visited that part of the world, so um, excuse me if this is a naive question, but right. how many? What's the percentage of people who can speak any sort of English? Um,
1: well, quite a lot. There's, oh, more okay. there's more English speakers than uh, than in, say, Japan. Japanese have quite a low level of English, but not in not in Ireland, not in
0: Europe. Sorry, but surely not when compared to Europe. I mean, Europe there'd be a lot of much higher prevalence. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What well, about in the US? Speakers? What do you mean? <laughs> 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 do you know what's been in, in my boat this week? What? And I saw this and I thought straight away I'm going to have to bring this to the Luke and Pete show or laps, as I sometimes call it for shorthand. Right. Okay. Um, a psychologist mm. escaped a fine and won an appeal after driving through a bus gate and the way she um, successfully argued it mm. is because she said there are actually literally too many signs on the road for the human brain to process at the same time. Oh, that's interesting. She so, escaped, what,
1: she escaped the, um, she escaped the fine.
0: Well, yeah, she, she so Essex County Council mm. have apparently taken one and a half million pounds mm. in 18 months because 54,000 drivers are fined using the channels for bus gate, right? Um, and Dr. She, Dr. King, who she apparently published several several academic papers on how people process visual information. They picked the wrong driver to fuck with. <laughs> um, said the bus gate um, uh, it was endangering lives because um, once you've committed to turn left, you have no way of safely turning around and all the rest of it. Mm. And um, she said people panic and said to consciously process all the information, it would take a few seconds. And by that point, at the speed you're traveling, you've already gone 20 feet down the road. So it's almost impossible um, to not do it. Mm-hmm. I just love that. I just love the idea that they've set up a sweet little stealth tax. Get
1: a new rule book, she
0: said. I don't want to get all Jeremy Clarkson about it. Yeah, but it's it's a sweet little stealth tax that the county council set up, and they know that they do that kind of stuff. And at that point, they fuck with the wrong person. (laughs) She's literally published academic papers proving stuff, and it looks like now it might be uh, the whole road thing might be changed, and they might not be able to do it anymore. Right. Good news for consumers. Great news for consumers. More news as we get it. It's back to you, Adrian.
1: Uh, um, who is the dad of Michael Douglas? It's Kirk Douglas. Did you know that he is older than sliced bread? Pete's trivia fact.
0: <coughs> what a f- truth, bomb. truth bomb. I know he's 102.
1: Yeah. When this sliced he's bread probably came older in? than a lot of stuff, to be fair. When this uh, bread came sliced on? bread, I think, came in in 1926, and he was born in... 16, 1916, that yeah, probably worked out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that he's also older than the star of the Christmas film, Home Alone, Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> <laughs> I was think. oh, well, my nan's older than that. I was like, well, no,
1: she's clearly not. She's dead. So I, yeah. I think she's born in 1908. I was like, she, I mean, she's not, I mean, people, she's not alive. I know. Yeah. She met at 96. Pretty good innings. Good? Very pretty good. Good. Pretty good innings. I was yeah. reading about, um, I would like to get the email, but the fucking Wi-Fi in here is dreadful. Um, Basically, I've been reading about uh, slash watching a video about uh, a really expensive um, hot dog stands in New York. Okay, apparently, right? Some New York, you got to pay a, a, a tax. You got pay a license. You got to pay for a license to uh, sell hot dogs in New yeah. York. Basically, you know, dispense um, food poisoning for, for uh, hot dogs. Sure. Hot dogs, and um, yeah, there are certain spots that are like couple of grand a year for that license. Oh, right. Uh, in less busy places, but they sort of go up in how busy the So if you want to are. sell
0: hot dogs in Times Square, you're paying a pretty penny. I'll tell you what, the most
1: expensive one. Guess how much the most expensive, I'll tell you where it is, the most expensive license for hot dog salesmen uh, is for a year. Uh, and it's, in the, it's outside the zoo in Central Park.
0: Okay. And you said some of the a quiet year. ones are a couple of thousand a year. Yeah. Okay. 50 grand. Nope. 100 grand. It's more than that. Yeah. Oh my God! It's How many into,
1: you... It's into something like two hundred thirty-six uh, thousand grand at thousand thousand grand, thousand grand, two thousand uh, pounds a year, which is incredible, isn't it? So say they make so much
0: money. Say it's two hundred thousand, yep. right? And you say you are selling a hot dog for a ten ten bucks, right? Ten bucks. Would yeah. you
1: buy a hot dog for 10 bucks? Well, I'm just bucks? saying,
0: it's going to be expensive. Some street meat. You're going to sell, bucks? You're gonna have to sell 20,000. you It's selling year. about four, six, four okay, six, so six. So food, four, food in America is quite cheap, isn't it? Okay, so, so say it's 200,000, mm. right? We're going to do the math because that's what it's all about on this right. show. And let's say it's five bucks to make it easier. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so you are going to have to sell 40,000 hot dogs a year yeah. to break even. That's just mm. a break even. Mm. So just so you know, presuming you work every single day out of the year yep. and it's not a leap year. <laughs> you have to sell 109 hot dogs a day just to get your head above water. Would you, would you not do that? Apparently, you
1: sell... Uh, apparently... If you're yeah, out there for 12
0: out. hours, that is... There is
1: a reason why it's, exp- why nine it's expensive. Nine an hour. People do it. Yeah, Nine an hour. You would easily sell nine hot dogs an hour. Just because you don't want one now... I'm thinking bathroom... I always want one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking bathroom breaks here.
1: I like frozen, frozen yeah. sausages. Um yeah. Yeah, but I think do you not have do would you not have like two people working it or something? I don't know, but either way, it's worth doing. Apparently, they make around about half a million, cracking on for half a million a year. These stands uh, that are in outside, well, over and above, that's profit.
0: Maybe the tigers are popping out and going mm, hot dog please. Horses, you see, horses going past. Horses. There's like of horses at Central Park, there isn't it is not there? Yeah. yeah,
1: they all live in weird converted. Um, I feel sorry for them. Houses. It's really weird. They live in these. Um, there's these little kind of apartment buildings, and they're converted. I don't know what they used to be, but they been converted into stables. And some horses, I think, live on the first and second and third floor. It's really
0: weird. Like well, up and lift at night. Yeah, I don't know how they get up there. No. It's because Winchum. Winch because you no know cows can't go down the stairs, can yep. they? So maybe, if it's the same with horses, you're going to have to lift them up there. You're going to have to use, as an, an, they call it in the US, an elevator. Elev- um, yeah, yeah. Happy birthday to Jennifer Aniston. She's 50 today. Oh, she's in a program called Puddings, which I've not watched. She was all over the newspapers this morning because right. of her, her 50th birthday party, okay. inviting all sorts of celebrities. Half expected to see Donaldson. What do you mean? Popping what, up saying what? Just saying alright. right? Because same- <laughs> you were probably red carpet in the BAFTAs last night, were you? Uh no, but they did say that for uh, yeah.
1: I, I, I don't really understand. the BAFTAs come out of Norway, don't they? they say, oh, the Oscars, the BAFTAs, hmm. it's kind of award season. Brits next week as well. Hmm. Oh, you be doing that? I'll be doing red carpet on that. Okay, yeah. they you don't, don't want, do the, BAFTAs. I
0: yeah. don't think you did the films,
1: no. Uh no, I've no reason. Free to Solo that. won a BAFTA for climbing. Was it for BAFTA as best heard, BAFTA for climbing? As
0: heard on this show, man, you can listen to Kermode and Mayor all you want. Mm. All right, and I listen to it myself. I enjoy it. On this show, I said it'll get an Oscar. And it got nominated for an Oscar. We'll see if it wins it. And now it's won a BAFTA, which is apparently a good sign.
1: Well, you you didn't say it was going to win a BAFTA. You should have gone. You should have gone for a BAFTA and should, then have built gone lower, should have gone lower. Should, should have gone not. lower. Should yeah, should yeah, have gone, yeah,
0: it'll definitely go BAFTA. It'll win an Oscar nom, and I'd hope to see it win an Oscar. But it'll definitely win BAFTA. That's what I should have done. I've gone too high. Do
1: you know those kind of like laurels you get on like art house films or yes. any film? Well, it's now. like
0: Cannes Film Festival, yeah. Sundance if Film you, Festival. If like you've got like a like,
1: film festival, are there more film festivals than ever? Because most films that you kind of um, see have those laurels. Like every last one has these kind of little kind of laurel things. Well, there's
0: a a really good bit of like um, visual psychology you can do Mm. where, um, you know, and and so at first glance, it will look like it's been selected for some film festival Mm. or it will look like it's got five stars. But it's a a trick of the poster. And I've also seen it done by motorcyclists who want to, um, who want people to think they're police. So they'll move so cars will move out the way for them. Right. And they wear high a lot of motorbike riders. You, now you know what I'm, what I'm about to tell you. Look at look out for it. What? You'll see it. So they wear high vis jackets mm. on the back in the police font. It says polite. So really? Yes, and underneath it says notice please move out the way. So when you just look across when you're when you're a motorist and you look across, you think it's a police. Well, cuz you can't see, you don't spend the lot of time looking. I've
1: never seen uh, someone wearing a yellow jacket tabard of either the left or the right wing uh, riding riding with that. That's incredible. Are I mean, you
0: doubting that it exists? I'm not doubting that it exists. I'm telling you, look out for it.
1: Mm. Uh, I enjoy in America those, uh, those big motorbikes that have big speakers on them. They're oh, like yeah? big old fat motorbikes I don't know what they're called they must be like I guess it's like the equivalent of like the low rider or something that looks a bit cool but there are these massive motorbikes that are almost cars uh, and there's, there's no advantage riding oh, those because you can't really sort of nip
0: in between cars it's called
1: a them. Honda Goldwing isn't it is it a Honda Goldwing I think so yeah they always
0: have big speakers it's got and like and <laughs> over it, yeah. it looks amazing it looks like the sort of thing that um, it just um, looks so unmaneuverable. Doc Brown would ride in Back to the Future 4 if that existed yeah amazing oh, have you man. got any high vis at home Uh, Have I got any hives at home? You must have.
1: No, no, I've never been gifted the fire marshal.
0: (laughs) People listening will think of your flat as the way I've described it, um, but they'll also imagine... Traffic cones in there and signs you've stolen them for being outside and that kind of thing. I'm not a student, although I Man. do live like that. <laughs> Exactly, That's exactly my point. Yeah. Listen, if you want to, after the break, we're going to do the email section, the often lauded email section. Yes. If you want to get in touch with it uh, for a future episode, it's of course, hello at com, And we'll be back just a few seconds after this. How to make a long egg. Oh, you used that one on Thursday, Dawson.
1: Oh, it's, I'll use it again. Long Keith, eggs. Keith Cook is very much part of the uh, the ecosystem when the, it comes to uh, laps. The vernacular. La, laps is a little bit too close to laps, which is live action role-playing. Nothing wrong with that. Lightning bolt. <laughs> lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. <laughs> I wish I could just do that. And like, lightning bolt. And then, oh, <laughs> shit, he's done a lightning bolt on me.
0: So are you suggesting, because you've not got very good internet access, you can't do the emails? Do you want me to do I can't, the emails? You're going to
1: have to do some emails. Uh, I'll do them, and you
0: react to them, okay? Whoa, shit. Uh, I've got two horse emails I'm going to do. Okay. okay. Two horse emails. Yeah. Oh, right. After okay. Thursday. Oh what no. Do you, what do you think a horse
1: email? Is? I've sent you a horse um, video. You will refuse to watch it. Or what? maybe you did. It was you were disgusted by it. Um, that cyst, the draining oh, of a horse cyst. I'm not looking at that stuff. It was. About the size of... Oh, God, I'm trying to think what size it was. It was like a saddlebag, but it was a cyst. And they were draining it. And as you can imagine, like, horses are massive. Yeah. And so if you've got, like, a, a cyst that's about the size of, I don't know, like a car wheel uh, <laughs> on the back of a horse's bum-bum, um, this guy was just draining the cyst. And it was just endless, Did... endless yellow juice. What
0: about that, um... oh, it was like eggnog. Oh, God, that's dis- that
1: is disgusting. That's how you make eggnog.
0: What, um... What about that, that um, story I sent you about those um, amateur cyclists and their drug taking? Oh yes, the uh... For those listening at home who are interested in cycling. And they said Bell's palsy. That's not at all, is it? The pop pop Belge? Yeah, I sent an article about pop Belge. and essentially, as everyone probably knows, there's always been a, a sort of you know slightly shady relationship between cycling and drug taking, as mm-hmm. everyone understands. But in the on the amateur circuit, it's just a lot more like the wild west. Yeah. it's not a, a lot less testing. It's a lot less, you know, scientific and for years and years um, and, and the reason I know about this is because of a guy called Tom Wally who does a lot of podcasting he's um, going to be involved in the second series about the match with Andy Brassel right. and we've been chatting quite a lot
1: he's going to be filling Andy and Brassell with drugs so he, just, he, yeah, so, he,
0: so he can do more work he's I'd love to see Brassel off his nut Tom Tom is he's a, usually so relaxed and uh, it calm be, it would be fascinating Tom is a it just um, will work <laughs> stop doing in jokes <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who's listening to this is imp- not I've Matt got Andy an impression
1: Brustle. of Andy. I mean, who knows? Like, if you just listen to a little picture, you probably don't know who Andy Brassel is, but he does a, a couple of shows for the, the Register Carnival Network. Yeah, yeah. And he I, I had one impression of him, which doesn't really work.
0: No, yeah, exactly. It's just
1: him he looking up and going, it just wouldn't work. Yeah. Because he's just very relaxed. I could listen to Andy Brassel read the phone book. He has a wonderful, relaxed manner about him. He's
0: also one of the nicest men in the world. Yeah. Anyway. How'd you get away um, with that shit? I'm not talking about him, I'm talking Sorry. about Tom Wally, who was okay. he, and Tom's actually a semi pro cyclist. and he was telling me about pot belge, which is basically a load of a load of heroin, cocaine, caffeine, and amphetamines all mixed together. And he just it sounds drop amazing. It, drop it and get on your bike. <laughs> Get on your bike where you can still
1: find it. <laughs> just start pedaling. But the, the, it, it seemed like um, from the piece you sort of sent me to read about, Readaboot. Um, I'll home, share it on the homework. Twitter. Yeah, so it's uh, It's just kind of fascinating that it seemed that a lot of them cyclists started taking it to be better at cycling. And then it just seemed they ended up cycling just to be able to take drugs. Yeah. <laughs> they just become junkies because yeah. they just love that pop belge. Exactly. But they'd inject it into their uh, legs and it would make a little sort of bubble. And it was like a time release kind of um, bubble for the drug to be, you know, to go yeah. into their veins. It sounds disgusting, but it also sounds a little bit like a pate. Yeah, it does a bit. bit of Pop Belgium yeah. on a cracker. You can, probably,
0: you can probably dip some toast in it. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is the email section hello at Luke and hello, com. Um, And this one's from Luke Cunningham. Cunningham. He says, Hi, LC. guys. Really enjoyed the chaotic and relaxed nature of your podcast. Can oh. something be chaotic and relaxed? If you're on pop bell, shoot sure you, yeah. camera. <laughs> uh, so, particularly last week's equine themed show. As you were probably made aware after your show, coincidentally, there is currently an outbreak of equine flu in Britain among some of the top racehorses. I was aware of that. Achoo. Very sad. Hope they uh, feel better soon. Mm. Uh, what's even more curious, however, is that during your um, uh, show, in which Pete made countless references to horse sex acts, Luke sounds mm. like he's dying with some sort of flu. A virus of the equine variety that he contracted <laughs> around the throes of passion with some poor sickles. No, I just had a cold. I did said that at the top of the show, to be fair. Um, he said, we'd love if you clear this up on the show. And there you go, I have done. Uh, I don't think it's equine related. I feel much better today. Um, yeah. But obviously, I can't be sure. I told you a friend's
1: dad once um, uh, caught um, uh, a man having sex with his horse. There you go.
0: That's Hartlepool for you. Yeah, I think you might have mentioned that. Yeah. That's... The thing that I was I, just petting it. No, you thing, won't. The thing that upsets me is that I'm not surprised when you say that to me now. I'm just mm. like, oh yeah, did that happen or not? I can't remember. I've got, I've lost all, all perspective. Mm. When I get into this room with you, I lose all perspective. <laughs> uh, Luke also finishes with a PS by saying, I am the brother of the crazed Damien Cunningham who emailed the football ramble suggesting the team that won the FA Cup should get 10 points to their league campaign and it filled Luke with rage. Yeah. Um, Damien also messaged me on Instagram slagging me off because he was go- upset with his treatment. I it, think you treated him shoddily. But Luke says Damien eats shredded wheat with no milk or bowl. Just, oh. just a glass of water what? on the side for dipping.
1: Well, Judge the man right. on that basis. Hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. So he takes individual shreddies. Shredded wheat. Oh, shredded wheat and yeah. dips them in water.
0: That's joyless. That's, Brexit, isn't it? That's, <laughs> I don't think it is Brexit. That's what we'll be doing after Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> and by shredded uh, meat, uh, shredded, meat? Yeah, shredded, shredded meat. meat? It'll be shredded meat. Pulled pork. By shredded wheat, I mean it'll be grass that you've pulled <laughs> from the desiccated lawn outside the front of your house Um, so there we go that's from Luke uh, brother of Damien who is a frequenter of this parish and of course we mean no ill will towards him even if he does have some pretty funky ideas (laughs) Um, what about this one from Mark in Newmarket he says hi guys I thought I'd email in to tell you about the time I was bitten by a horse was this at Newmarket no, was, just got, isn't
1: there a racing, um, I don't know what you call them, a wheel, track? Mark says, oh, a wheel. A racing wheel.
0: Mark says, I work in breeding horses and I went to do uh, some work with stallions in Australia. So it wasn't in Newmarket. Wow. I mean, that's presumably why he's in Newmarket now, though. Mm. I, I said, for those of you who can't remember on Thursday, I said that um, my friend Jimmy was bitten by a horse. It was mm. savage. Very, very, very very serious. <laughs> um Anyway, Mark picks up the story by saying, one day I was leading a stallion in from the paddock where there was a horse box driver trying to catch his mare in a muddy paddock next door. I quickly saw that he only had one leg and his prosthetic leg had got stuck in the mud. Serious, serious problem. Mm. I shouted over to him that I would come and help him out, but I had to put the stallion in the box first. So they're both working on their horses, their respective horses. Yeah, You know, of course, Mark isn't going to give up on his horse to help the second guy. He's got to do his his, his job first. Um, Before I had finished this sentence, however, the stallion had reached over my shoulder, sunk his teeth into my stomach, and threw me into the air. (laughs) I held on to the lead um, and managed to get up and put the horse in the stable. I then crumbled to my knees before being rushed to hospital. After what I thought had been a lot of pointless fussing and scans, it turned out I had been quite lucky and the bite had been merely millimeters away from rupturing my liver. Yeah, I mean... And he's he's attached a picture. Oh, let's have a look. I can't show it because I haven't got. We haven't got bloody internet. I'll I'll get it on the Twitter and I'll show you later. I've seen it. It is. Savage.
1: Is it like when Cher Given uh, got his stomach burst by, I think, Dion Dublin?
0: Yeah, vaguely similar. <laughs> if it were a mumblecore rapper, right. it would be 21 Savage. <laughs> uh, it was Savage. Yeah, uh, I can imagine says, that. big fan of the show, uh, but I can also confirm horses can't be sick and they do die if they get colic um, and don't get surgery in time and they also have massive penises. We knew the second one there, but there we go. <laughs> so, Pete, more, more grist to your horses can't vomit mill. Well.
1: I mean, to be honest, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I guess if you are a horse trainer or a horse guy who deals with stallions, especially if they're a bit bitey, yeah. maybe it makes sense to um, get, your, get a bit of fat on you so you so it eats the fat rather than bites your liver.
0: Yeah. Bite your liver. It's a bigger target, though, because I think you're going to be more... How that, man loses, being...
1: how that man loses leg, that's, a, that's the question. I'd love to know. Mark, mm. get back in touch.
0: Yeah. Um, if you if you know how the guy lost his leg, if that was horse related as well, we need to start recategorizing horses as far more dangerous than we thought. Yeah. Because I'll tell you something now, Pete Donson. Hippos get all the bad press. Exactly. If you walk through a field, mm. if I put a field in front of you, yeah. So there you go. Walk through that, and yeah. it's got a horse on it. You'll just do it, mate. I'm from the north east. I'll just knock it right out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. True. Yeah. Spark um, it right with a scarf out. around your face. Yeah. If it had a hippo in it, you wouldn't you wouldn't go in near it. No. No way. No way. What sort of fence is keeping a hippo in anyway? Uh, they are quite heavy aren't they yeah, yeah. electrified ones uh, let's finish with this email here from Keith Campbell apologies to everyone listening who prefers the Pete side of the ledger but he's got no internet so he can't do any work I can't do it mate um, Keith Campbell uh, oh. says chipping in with some hilarious dubs this is movie swear words being dubbed <laughs> as per episode 139 uh, the die hard dub that US audiences got was Pete do you want to give people the original line first um Oh, I can only really think of the uh, Yippee-ki-yay motherfucker yeah uh, this was dubbed apparently to Yippie ki yay Melon Farmer Melon Farmer yeah and the Big Lebowski has one, one of the more famous ones in the scene where Walter goes ape on a Ferrari his this is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass is changed to this is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps <laughs> 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 and that's from Keith and, 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 at what point here, Donald, oh Pete, that's wonderful at what point do they start thinking that they're gonna affect the plot of the movie <laughs> Just fucking bleep it! Come on. Yeah, because presumably that's done in the broadcast studio at ITV or whatever right? uh, yeah. late on. It's done late on. Yeah, so it's probably some work experience who's doing it with not. a voiceover. You probably, no,
1: you probably got like a. You'll have like a v, proper V or. I mean, I, I mean, films used to be way more uh, important to TV channels than they uh, than it than they are now. I think it's fair to say. Because well, they're quite expensive films, but aren't my
0: they? point is, the weirder the dubs get. The more chance you've got of confusing people with the plot, because That's it,
1: what you get when you find <laughs>
0: if you find a stranger in the Alps. I mean, this Big Lebowski set in the Midwest, is not it, <laughs> in a bowling alley? Yeah,
1: I think. It, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think we all know what's gone on there. <laughs> if you're watching that film, dreadful.
0: Yeah. I think I think it's it's uh, creative at the
1: very it's least cre- it's creative. Well.
0: They've done well. Look, let's let's get out of here Peter. We're yeah. back on Thursday with some more Pete will get his shit together, um we hope. I beg your um, pardon. Well the thing is it's annoying for the listeners because you've had a creative high point on Thursday. They've all loved it. Um Did you see the chimpanzees escaping
1: from um is talking. it Dublin Zoo or was it um largest zoo in the world, isn't it? Might mean Dublin Zoo. It's the largest zoo in the world. Is it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
0: Cause it's yeah, Dublin, okay, Dublin,
1: Dublin. And Dublin, Dublin. Yeah. I should have. I should not have fallen for that. Yeah. Um, they. I think it was Dublin Zoo. Or, oh, that I can't remember. Either way, um, some chimpanzees escaped from the zoo, and they were just running around.
0: And like people were just filming them as they were running around. I'd be scared of a chimp. I remember reading about a chimp ripping a woman's face off. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. don't put your face in the way. <laughs> don't give it a hug. Yeah.
1: Um, but it was the same zoo that I think three weeks ago lost a red panda. Oh, that's terrible. just there's
0: a lack of diligence and, in this. And they are not pandas, by the way. They're not, no. There needs to be an investigation there. Can red pandas or chimpanzees vomit? Find out on Thursday. <laughs> Find out on Thursday. <laughs> hello at LucandPicho.com. um hello at LukeandPeachot.com to mm. get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Um it you know, it doesn't have to be horse related, but no. it can be if you Again, want. Again, it's been horse related. And we'll um and we yeah, we'll see you on Thursday for episode 142. Have you ever drained a horse's cyst? It was a Radio Stoke production.